today we will be sharing our truth on how to be supportive of those who are trying to grow their family while faced with infertility. I have shared some about my infertility in a couple of previous episodes. Today, our friend Mariah will be joining us to share her story and truth on this topic. This was not an easy conversation for us, but it's one that we hope is informative, brings about increased awareness, and encourages all of us to be more mindful about our words and actions. If you are someone who is also struggling with infertility, we hope that listening results in you feeling seen and supported and ultimately reminded that you're not alone in this. Again, we have a special guest, Mariah. She is someone mom and I met at a former workplace. We worked together for many years, but we fell for Mariah right away. We seriously could not adore her any more than we do. Mariah oozes positivity. She is hilarious. And Mariah is a God-fearing woman who always keeps it really real. We are very grateful for her willingness and courage to share her truth. I hope you enjoy and take something positive away. Hello, and welcome to the Naked Truth Teller podcast, where we share the naked truth of it all as we see it. I'm Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the mom. We hope you've brought an open mind and your sense of humor. Get ready to feel seen, challenged, and if you're searching for truth, our hope is that you find yours while listening to us share ours, or at the very least, be entertained. We are so happy you're here and hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome, Mariah. We are so glad that you are here with us. I'm so happy to be here. Yay! Thank you for chatting with mom and I. Seriously, are you ready? I'm so ready. For this? Okay. It's a big topic. (laughs) It is a big topic. It is. But before we get into our chat and our topic, do you want to share about your infertility story? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So my husband, Matt, and I have been married for coming up on four years in June. Don't forget, Matt. Um, (laughs) And we have been trying for um, over two years, probably coming up on two and a half. Um, and we kind of started out like everybody else, just the going to the clinics and doing kind of scopes, blood work, all that stuff. Everything came back normal. We have done countless, um, IUIs, um, along with, um, Famara treatments with those, Mm -hmm. um, with no success. We have never gotten pregnant, never miscarried, um, I did have a surgery very similar to yours, mm-hmm. um, where just kind of doing the scope and um, the abdominal explore. They did find I do have a polyp, but it's not blocking anything. Um, and then they did find endometriosis also, yes. which they removed. Yes. Um, and I've seen some changes with that, so that's nice. Um, but finally, I really had to kind of advocate for myself and ask my doctor, you know, like, what is the reason? Like what, you know, um, and they did say I have PCOS, but not all the symptoms. So, Mm -hmm. um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And so, um, yeah, so that's just, 
my only symptom is I can't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not very common. Like other women have lots of different symptoms with that. And so it's a bit frustrating just to kind of be like, this is your diagnosis, but that's it. So, um, now we're just, you know, in the search for more answers with that. Okay. Hopefully, you know, I don't know, just trying to figure out, um, if there's more supplements, if there's something we can change. Um, yeah. But yeah, as far as treatments go, right now we're kind of at a standstill. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I think like with your PCOS diagnosis mm-hmm. and even with endometriosis, a lot of times you will hear that women have either a ton of symptoms. Right. Or almost none, sometimes right. none, but they will have right. the endo or the PCOS. Right. And sometimes it can be like really extreme when they have so few symptoms. Yes. Like I, my symptoms for endometriosis, for example, mm-hmm. were very minimal, very. And I had it on, you know, three different yeah. organs. Yeah. And so anyway, it's just, it is so frustrating. It and is. And kind of scary. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah. so, um... Again, just I've really had to learn how to be an advocate for me and Matt and never thought I'd have to do that. You know, you kind of enter these infertility clinics and you're like, okay, well, we can't have, can't get pregnant. So like, you know, why? And then they're like, "Mm -hmm, we don't really care about the why so much. We're more, you want to have a baby. So let's have a baby. Get you pregnant. Yeah. And so, um, it is frustrating. Like I want to be healthy. I want my body to work correctly. Like, you know, how it was made to do. And so when someone's kind of like, well, who really cares about that? Let's just get you a baby. Like I do want a baby more than anything, but I also want to know, you know, I want to be healthy. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Your overall health should always be the main right. like focus right. and concern, like with any of your medical yeah. providers. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not been. No, we've both experienced that. That's yeah. not that's not been the focus yeah. or the primary um, goal. Well, I thought that and I can, the doctor that you had who said that a healthy woman is a fertile woman. I thought that was a pretty great quote. Yeah. So like the second yeah. specialist that Nathan and yeah. I are working with now, that's what he has yeah. said to me many times. So yeah, yeah of course, like the goal is for you to grow your family, for you to have a right. baby. Um, but, but that might not happen. Like he's been very realistic about right. that. Like, and, but you know, the more healthy you are, the more fertile you are. Right. So we got to focus on getting right. you healthy and figuring out what's going on within yeah. you. Yeah. And Matt and I were just talking the other night, you know, kind of in a deep discussion of just like, I'm, we're not the majority of women. Mm-mm. Like we want to know the why and that's fine. But there's lots of women out there who are like, I don't really care about the why, which is also fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want that baby no mm-hmm. matter what, which is fine. Just know that there's others out there that do want the why and the how and the like. Yeah. yeah. So it's frustrating. No, you're right. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. That's so. true. Do you, no judgment, the whole point of me, Mariah, like sharing our stories today with you is because we hope it helps you if you're going through it or you're supporting someone who is going through it. My first specialist said I was healthy. They did the minimum amount of testing and then pushed, pushed, pushed for all these invasive treatments. And I did some of those. And it was detrimental to me, my health, um, mentally, physically, and then my marriage also. And it was a waste of very precious time because when I met with my second specialist, we ended up finding out, which took some time. And I was frustrated by 
taking the time to get to know why I wasn't getting pregnant. But thank goodness I took the time because I realized that all those invasive treatments I did in the beginning didn't work because, well, they never would have worked. <laughs> I was unhealthy and I had some major issues that we needed to tackle first. And so, as my doctor says, a healthy woman is a fertile woman. And I just encourage everyone to put their health first and foremost in hopes that you don't waste a bunch of time because time is everything with this. And so you don't do unnecessary damage to yourself and your relationship. Um, but anyway, so sorry, back no. to you. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, so I guess what has infertility meant to you? What does it mean to you guys? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, it's that feeling of like, wow, I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be, that happens to someone else. That's happening to someone else. You know, it's never going to be me. And like how prideful that, or not prideful, but just kind of like, wow, you're really silly for thinking that that, that bad thing would never happen to you, <laughs> right. you know? Like, um, so when it does, it's just kind of like, what the heck? But um, I just think it's a tragedy. It's a loss and it's a constant loss. And that loss doesn't go away. Um just be, even if you got pregnant, like that's still like, you still like lost years, you still, um, so just like the word tragedy, which I don't want, it's kind of dramatic, but also it's very true. Like it is very tragic. Um, I just think that that negative test every month holds so much more than not this month, better luck next time, you know, like, um, it's that dream that's not happening. It's another month that you've quote unquote wasted mm -hmm. of yeah. like the plans you had for your life. Like mm -hmm. it's literally the standstill of the plans that you envisioned for your life. And so it's really difficult when people are like, well, just be patient, just be patient. Like, um, I get that. I understand that. But also like if someone was constantly telling you to be patient when you're in a standstill of something you dreamt for your life mm -hmm. envisioned for your life, like, I think we can all, if we're all being honest, say, no, that'd be really difficult to hear over and over again, over, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And that doesn't matter if it's infertility, if it's a job you want, if it's, you know, yeah. something else you really want for your life. And it's just yeah. kind of like, you know, um, yeah, it's difficult to hear that. But, mm -hmm. um, I just think if we can switch our mindsets a little bit to be like, Hey, this holds so much more than, Oh, you didn't get a baby. I'm sorry. Like keep practicing, you know, yeah. like it's <laughs> so much more than that. So, yeah, um, and then I think the biggest point and something we don't really talk about enough is like, as a woman, I was made with this precious, precious gift. You know, God gave me this gift to be able to produce life and my body's not being able to do that right now. So as a woman, it's kind of like, who am I? What am I doing here? What is my purpose even? Because I can't even do the one thing that I'm designed to do. And so that in itself is just, you know, if people, you know, we think about that way, like it's crushing, it's very, <laughs> you know, heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I concur with everything that you shared. I think I would just add that for me, infertility feels like you live with grief and hope at the same time oftentimes, and it's facing my greatest fear and, you know, questioning my purpose. You, I have, you know, been fighting off depression while also trying to, you know, seek joy and balancing between taking care of myself and also like being fully present in life day to day. 
not losing sense of who I am and maintaining relationships that are important to me, which becomes really challenging during this. It's just, you know, all consuming. So let's move on. As we get into this, I do just want to mention um, this diagnosis, this journey, as people call it all the time. I hate using the word journey. journey. It's a crap journey. I hate it. Um, it's very messy. It's so you have to have tons of grace. And so I just want everyone in my life, everyone, you know, listening, you know, friends, family, um, you know, we're not looking for perfection from anyone. We're not, I'm not looking for for perfection from strangers, friends, family, not my husband, and definitely not myself, for sure. <laughs> um, but I think we do need to expect effort from others, mm -hmm. um, effort to understand and to give love and grace in situations, mm -hmm. um, and grace for yourself, because this, again, this is very messy, and it's not easy. And um, so, yeah, just, I just, if we can all remember this comes from a place of all these words come from a place of grace yes. and to bring awareness and yes. um, to not attack anyone who's ever potentially said something that, you know, was quote unquote wrong or maybe, you know, not thought out as much as it should have been. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, just to spread awareness and yeah, I think yeah. that is so well said. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all that. So we are going to go through some talking points, questions, scenarios, and each of us will share our thoughts, our experiences, our beliefs, advice, whatever. And we will always let our guest Mariah share first. <laughs> so let's get into it. First up is unsolicited advice. Mariah, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> oh boy, where to begin? First of all, let's start with some fun things that we've heard. Oh. Some advice that we've heard. Good idea, yes. Okay, yes. So how about um, my favorite, Just Relax. That is my favorite. No, oh. Just Relax is up there. It's up there. Have fun. Yes, just have fun with it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're not having enough fun, Chels. Just have more fun. Take a vacation and just have fun. That is... Yes. Um, here's another top one, which I have said this before. You should just adopt, then you'll get pregnant. Um, <laughs> and this, this is... You know how those are made, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. It's all in God's timing. Practices all the fun, all the things, all the things. Okay, I'm going to add to your really good list. <laughs> you know, acupuncture worked for my friend. Yes. Um, Why don't you give that a try? Uh, <laughs> so you're not doing IVF? Have you even considered it? <laughs> Should you be eating that? Oh, no. Are you supposed to be drinking? Alcohol, that's what I'm talking about. Um, should you be doing that? Like, fill in the blank. Wow. Um, and then, have you tried? And then yeah. fill in the blank, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Now, all of these things come from a... Like, I believe that in that moment, that person truly was like, this worked for this person. How can I help you? Yes. Because I think as humans, we just want to fix it. Yep. Which yeah. Which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think also... 
we just all need to be aware that there's a boundary there of like, I can't cross that boundary because I don't know her story. I can't cross that boundary because I don't have all the facts. And so even though those all came from, well, some of them, no, not all of them came from good places. (laughs) But most of them. So again, like, like I said, I've been guilty back when I thought I was going to get pregnant when I was with my husband for the first time, you know, like back when I said that I was like, just adopt, you know, (laughs) I have said similar things to my past. Yep. Another one that I've heard a lot is that you really need to take just a break, which you know, take a vacation similar, but take a break because stress is not good. Right. Like, so you need to figure out a way to not be so stressed, Right. which while good intention by sharing that, and yes, stress is not good yes. for anybody, mm-hmm. um, it almost like puts, I've, I've taken it as blame, like it's my fault, like I'm getting so mm-hmm. stressed out, and mm-hmm. like it's my mm-hmm. fault that I'm stressed, and that's why I'm not getting pregnant. It's just, and there's no right. way to really not have some level of stress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in this oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Like, I've been trying for two years, yeah, it's a little bit stressful, you know? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just, it's kind of the same thing, um, just of people, again, it's just kind of a mindless, I don't know, sometimes I'll be like, well, I I have been diagnosed with PCOS, like, and then they still kind of keep going, and I'm like, they're like, have you got adjusted? And I'm like, no, I don't think I need adjustment from a chiropractor because I I have PCOS, so, but thank you so much, like, but thank you, Yep. again, Overall, I feel like it's just, while it may come from a good place, yes. a lot of the time it's just not helpful. Yes. And I think, first of all, all the faces that, you know, you're, you're all the faces, did I say faces? Yeah. Choices. All the choices <laughs> that you're, <laughs> all of the, you're thinking of all the faces right now <laughs> that people have said this stuff to you. Yeah. One of them was mine. I'm so sorry about that. All of the choices that we are faced with suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like none of them are good. So that's number one, you know, and like number two, I mean, you have to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Obviously, no matter what the issue is in life, if you've not been through it yourself, you can't a hundred percent know, but you can try back to effort, right? Right. Try to put yourself in someone else's shoes and just imagine because you don't know the amount of time and research and right. doctor visits and meetings with yeah. medical professionals yeah. and just all the agony that we've gone through to make these really crappy decisions that we are left with that we're forced right. to decide on yeah and it's decisions that involve like finances and like our mental and physical right. health and religious beliefs and values and our relationship with our spouse yeah. and it's just all of it has to be considered. So, you know, just know that we have done or are going to do right. or are planning to do everything that we want to. Yeah. That we're able to. And so, yeah. While well, well-intentioned, great. like unsolicited advice can make us just feel like really, it's made me feel really like judged and totally like misunderstood. And so I just think it's usually more helpful to, to listen and like, it's totally okay to ask questions. Yes. Yes. Like ask questions like, how can I be supported? Yes. Or like, I don't know, I'd like to help, but I have no idea. Um, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. so I mean, ask questions. Right. And I think, um, I will just on that note, a grief counselor once, um, kind of said this, 
We don't look back on support and think that person cared because they said the perfect thing and took the pain away. We remember the person that showed up no matter how uncomfortable they made an attempt to make us feel thought of and cared about. And I think that is so important. And again, not just with infertility, but with any grief or horrible thing that's happening, like just show up, just say, I love you. Mm -hmm. This is really hard. Mm-hmm. I'm here. If you want me here, I'm here. If you don't, I'm gone. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's just being a good human and saying, what do you need? Because I think Chelsea and I have talked about before of just like, sometimes people say things as human beings, we're selfish, right? That's just kind of, you know, some are worse than others, but we're born with it. Yeah. So sometimes people say things and try to put them in your shoes, put themselves in your shoes, and it makes them feel better instead of true saying, what's going to make Chelsea feel better? True. Yeah. But I want this uncomfortable situation to be over, so I'm just going to say, you know. Like, makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. You try and give grace in that, but also you're kind of like, okay, I've given grace for quite a while. You're still saying, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Well, I think it comes down to, I mean. We know the people that are in our circle and that their intentions are good. Right. But after so much time and so many mishaps and maybe you've had some difficult conversations, like at some point, you kind of have to say, maybe this person isn't like so safe. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And you have to kind of figure out like who your safe support Mm -hmm. people are. And some people just, even if they're like a really dear friend of yours, they may be in a place in their life where they really just, just aren't. aren't capable yeah. or equipped to like show up for you yeah. during this hard time in your life. Yeah. Maybe they never will be able to in this, you know, with this issue. And like, I know like with mom and Nathan, my husband, there are certain things that like I go to mom for, for support with mm-hmm. my infertility that I won't go to Nathan for. Cause he just yes. isn't equipped. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Right. And same thing. Like I'd rather go to Nathan and lean on him for certain things than mm-hmm. I would, than I want to lean on you mom, you know? Right. And like, that's yeah. okay. But it's good to like, you've got to know that you got to figure know, it out. Yeah. And that's on us to know that, it is you, on know? Us. And, yeah. you know, to hold people accountable and to set that boundary of like, I know that I can speak with this person about this, that I can't do that with it. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. okay. Like it might be uncomfy and kind of like, be a bummer at some points, right. but like as long as you yeah. got you got to come to a place of like acceptance and you know as long as everybody's just being honest and like yes. coming from a place of mm-hmm. love then yes you know it's like it's okay yeah yeah i do like what you said about there are no perfect words right that are probably going to make you feel any better about this <laughs> mm-hmm. and i don't mm-hmm. think i had no idea i mean look how old i am i had no idea what the infertility struggle look like or what all could possibly go in to having a child. So I think, I wonder if I would have given up a lot earlier than Chelsea has with all the stuff that she's gone through. So, and Mm -hmm. and that you're going through. So I think it's, people don't know. You really don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. True. And you have heard stories. I mean, I've watched Oprah. How many times have you watched Oprah? And they just went on a vacation. They adopted and then they had a baby. And you know what? I'm good for you. I'm so glad that works for you, but it's not working for me. So it's not helpful. Step on. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Step on. Okay, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Or any other thoughts? Mom, did you have any other? Okay. Mariah, we good? I 
think so. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. We can always go back later on. So let's move on to the next one. Unintentional ignorance. I really love this one. Take it away. Okay. Well, unintentional ignorance, a genuine lack of awareness. Basically, they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. They're not invested. This is okay from certain people. Strangers and acquaintances, um, they'll, ne- they, they'll never understand. They don't want to understand. That's okay. Like, yeah. That's okay. Um, however, there is your circle, your close friends, your family um, that, you know, they do understand. They might not want to understand. <laughs> um, if someone, you know... They know what's going on. You have details. Um, but they continue to say, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, at that point, if they're in your circle, they're kind of choosing to not know what to say, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just depending on how open you are with them. Like, if you haven't been open, then don't expect them to understand. But also, it's like, just come to me again and just say, um, you know, what do you need or explain it to me? I don't know what to say. What do you want me to say? Like when you come to me in this, in this season or in this Valley, like what do you want to hear from me? What will help you? And that's huge. That's so huge. And it makes you feel loved and heard and seen Mm -hmm. as that person going through that grieving moment. Um, so yeah, I think that's all I have on that. Okay. Mom, any thoughts on that? It's just harder than people think. It's just so, so, so right. hard. It's really harder than people think. Mm-hmm. You're going through way more than we realize, even as an aunt or a relative cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we don't know. And sometimes I think little comments or quips or humor isn't necessarily very smart to do. So mm-hmm. shut your mouth if you don't know. <laughs> If you don't know what to say and you're going to say something stupid, you probably should just shut your mouth. Right, and I think that's a very, I know we laugh about it, but I think it's like, in your mind, do you Mm -hmm. think that's a helpful comment? If the answer is no, just leave it it in there. And if you're really interested, pull them aside and talk to them. Ask them how they're doing. How's it going? And then actually be ready to listen for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. You guys, I will tell you when someone, you know, I'm very open with my, my, my journey, my infertility (laughs) story. So when someone does pull me aside and say, Hey, let's talk like my heart sore. Like, and I know that sounds so corny, but like that just, I think part of the infertility and the whole trouble with it is just like, what is the point of this, God? Why am I doing this? What do you know? Like, what is the point? And so when those moments happen, I can truly believe and know that God is saying for this little moment, for this little moment, because you might be helping this person through something that's not even related to infertility, but like they want to know about your story. They, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. it just makes you feel so loved when yeah. someone says, Hey, what's going on with that? Let's talk yeah. about that. You yeah. know, it certainly helps. Like you've been there, Mariah, for me many times and you for me as well and like yeah in those moments that yeah that does help it does I mean it's still really heartbreaking yes like yes if this is why I'm going through this to help someone else but that's right it's good it's good um moving on to prying pushing and judging Ooh. 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 Boo. Are you going to list names, Mariah? 
<laughs> yeah, let me get my sheet. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, where'd I put that baby? <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, again, like, I just try and be super open about it. And, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't, I feel like you are more you're really good about reading people and you know, like I don't feel like I am like, I don't know if I feel judged or I don't care. If you're judging me, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) I care a little bit. That's on you. Yeah. Well, here are some examples that I was thinking of and maybe this, no, I think I was thinking maybe it might've gone along with the unsolicited advice or intentional ignorance. And it may, a lot of it kind of all goes together. It's all together. (laughs) But like the question of, are you pregnant? You know, um, I was really hoping that you would have some good news to share with us. And I'm sure that they were like hoping for good news, right. but you know, I, w- yeah, I wish that I had that right. good news to share. Right. So, um, so I hear that you're infertile. <laughs> oh, okay. So why tell me about that? <laughs> so why haven't you guys popped out a baby yet? Yeah. You know, like. I'm, I want to be a grandma. You did not. I did not say that. I did not say that. This one I've gotten a lot. This is a good one. We're not giving up yet, right? <gasps> tell oh. me tell me, you're not giving up yet. Yeah. We're well, still in this, right? Yeah, that'll be expensive. But you guys, Ugh. you can do it. Shit. Um, you have to. Oh, I've heard that. You have to do this. You have to do this. Like, why wouldn't you do IVF? What? You can afford it. You want the baby. Why wouldn't we? She'd say, why wouldn't we do this? (laughs) We, you and I are not doing this. To you and I. What? (laughs) You're going to fork over some cash for it too? Like, what's going on? Um, It will happen for you. God will bless you with a Mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. Which we kind of touched on that already. And then, um, this one's interesting. Like, so I thought that you had kind of like accepted your fate, you know, but you still seem triggered. Oh I mean, boy. this, you know, you chose to like stop trying. You seem to be okay with it. But now you're upset about, you know, this thing that was said to you. I thought you were good. That was a real conversation. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, not for me, but wow. kind of. But we're not done trying. But similarly, yeah. it was a similar Combo. Even if you're done trying, if that ever day ever comes, right, the sadness is never going to go away, right? Right. <laughs> Correct. Right. Like, yeah. It's, you're not okay now. Yeah, you're cured. You stopped trying. So it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 There's no sadness anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, you're really not even, there's no effort to put yourself in someone else's shoes when you're saying these. I guess that's not totally fair, but. It's hard. It's been hard for me not to get really like those are definitely angry. not thought out things to say to someone. Yeah. Um, because I really compare infertility to death a lot. But like, would you say that to someone whose child just died? Like, that's right. yeah. That's just something. Well, they're in a better place. Well, they're not suffering anymore. Right. Well, they're with their Lord and Savior. Like, we know that. We know those all those things are true. But that's not comforting that person, and that's not 
sharing love with them. Like it's just yes. Mm-hmm. And five years from now and ten years from now, it's still not helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. you're still without that family member. You're still without that loved one. Like mm-hmm. that pain doesn't go away. And it's difficult. So let's just be honest and say, this is, this freaking sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is difficult. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Jeez, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, and I hope, I'm sure, I hope these people were trying to be helpful. Yes. But, you know, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I think maybe we had that conversation or I've had a similar conversation with someone before. Yeah. That's why we're having this com- this conversation yes. today. Yeah. Like, yeah. just to know. awareness. Yeah, awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, just to be more mindful, all of us, of what we say before we say it. And us. Us, too. Like Us, too. Yep. Um, yeah, saying those types of things just kind of often just makes you feel worse than you already do about mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, think before you speak, period, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay, moving on. That was fun. Pregnant. Um, <laughs> my face is getting hot. <laughs> pregnant. It's okay, girl. Pregnancy announcements. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. You got this it. is short and sweet and it's not very. Um, if you have a friend who is struggling to have a baby and you get pregnant, number one, do not tell her in public for all that is holy. Please do not tell her in public. I think the safest way to tell someone is to text them. That's what I wrote. Yes, text. And I know that might feel, well, that's not very, you know. Intimate. Intimate, yes, to some people. Allow that woman, that friend, to mourn that moment in private. Give her that opportunity to say congratulations to you and also cry for herself. Um, Because that's truly what's happening. Like, we're so happy for you, but also our heart breaks for ourselves. Um, and so to the next point, allow her to be absent or him, you know, whoever, Mm -hmm. um, allow them to be absent, give them grace when they can't show up right now, Mm -hmm. give them grace when, um, they just can't really be around you because you're pregnant. Like your dream came true and theirs is still at a standstill and that's very difficult. Um, she might be, that friend might be giving every ounce of her energy to putting one foot in front of the other and so showing up for you might not be quite on that radar mm-hmm. unfortunately unfortunately yeah. um this has happened multiple times please 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 do not complain about your pregnancy to someone who would do anything to have a huge belly to have swollen ankles to have morning sickness every day like I would give anything to to have those things, you know, to be able to experience those things. And so please just, um, you know, that goes, you know, telling her how being a mom is really hard. Like, please go tell your other friends. Please go tell someone else that can relate to that and um, is mentally and emotionally prepared and stable for that yeah. conversation. Because it's yeah. not that friend who's, who's struggling. No. It's not her. It's not also oversharing um, about how you got pregnant. Maybe like I wasn't even, we weren't mm-hmm. even trying. Yes. I wasn't at my peak ovulation. We had sex one time during yeah. my, you know, ovulation period. And 
it's hard. It's, <laughs> it's hard, hard to hear, to hear that. Um, while, while, yes, I am so happy for you. That is awesome. And I am so frustrated and sad for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who knew people just, you know, get pregnant that easy. <laughs> yeah, just get pregnant having fun. Yes. <laughs> I and I think as I go deeper into this, um, I can't. Situation. I don't want to use the word journey. That's so stupid. That's the third time I've said it. It's okay. <laughs> this nightmare. <laughs> Call my life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, shoot. Now what was I going to say? Shoot. That's getting harder and harder to um, come to terms with. Of like, there are people out there who didn't pay a dime to get pregnant. Yeah. Who didn't do anything extra to get pregnant. Who, you know, like that is really starting. I don't know why all of a sudden it's starting to really bother me. But they didn't even really want to be pregnant right now. Yeah. They didn't even want a baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think something you said, Chelsea, just to know that we feel happiness for you in your pregnancy. Um, and in the same moment, we feel the unfairness for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that unfairness doesn't take away from your joy, but it honors our reality yeah so like perfectly said it's difficult to be happy all the time for someone when it's like no I'm actually like super upset for myself still yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and you know I I think just like you were saying like share all of these things and yeah with like we don't want you to not be joyful and share yes and and yeah and I don't want to be kept in the dark necessarily but yeah, the oversharing about how stressed out you are, how you don't feel well, you know, yes. all those complaining yes. things. Those are real. Those, those are real, real emotions and things happening to you. Girl, it's hard. I can only imagine. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I can only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't doubt that you're feeling all of those things and it's your right to like yes. express that. And, but sign me up to throw up all day long for nine months. Yes. You know, yeah. sign me up. And yeah, I don't want to hear that you just got off of birth control and can't believe that it happened right away for you. And I just, yeah, it's the oversharing for me. It's, again, just being more mindful. And it's been, it's on us. It's been on me in these situations to talk to those friends, the people that are close to you, yes. that are really close to you. Yes. Um, and have those difficult conversations. And we'll talk more about that later. Um, but yeah, I've certainly experienced this and I think people just really struggle to filter. Like filtering is so hard, especially when you're so excited about something like this. I mean, so new, so big. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, people make comments like this every day. And for the most part, I just let them go because they're just an acquaintance. They're just someone Mm -hmm. I work alongside. We're not close. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we have to address, obviously we have to address those comments when it's happening consistently from someone that you hold really dear. Right. And that's not easy. No, it's not. Or fun. Um, anything else, Mom, that you want to share on this? Or Mariah? I think sometimes or... people don't receive it well either when you tell them. Then they somehow get angry mm-hmm. that you're actually having the nerve to tell them to not show their joy in front of you mm-hmm. or to not. And that's not what you're saying. No. No. No, no, no. You know, you are happy for them. You want them to share their joy. Right. Maybe just not constantly dancing around you. Yeah. Might be constantly, yeah. Yeah. Um and I another I also like like you said, I wanna be involved. Like I do wanna know what's going on. Like 
you know, if you're planning to get pregnant, like, and we're really close, like, I want to know that you and your husband are trying to get pregnant, or I want to know, I want to know that you're pregnant. And I agree with Maria, like, send me a text. <laughs> Let me compose that's myself. A great idea. And I think, I think yeah. people that are very close to you and you know that, because I think that's huge too, is to tell people like, hey, Charles, I just wanted you to know that like, we're trying. So yeah. I don't know. Obviously we want it to happen really soon. I don't know what's going to happen. I just want you to know. Like, yeah. Even just saying something simple like that. Simple. And then mm-hmm. Lord willing, when that happens, you shoot her a text, you know, like, yeah. It's yeah. just so because it's that's kind of blindsiding too to be like we're pregnant. Oh, I didn't even know you were trying. Like, yeah, yeah, we weren't. No, you know, like <laughs> so. Yeah, that's um, just my feelings to be left out. Yeah, completely left yeah. out. Like, yeah, if you are having a friend get together for your two year old's birthday, like please invite me too. Right, I'll babysit your child. Ask me. Like, I want to yeah. babysit. Nathan and I want to babysit. Like. I mean, but it's on me if, like, for whatever reason, I'm like, I can't go to the thing. Yeah. But, like, I don't completely exclude me from your life, and then I hear from our mutual friends or relatives, yeah. whatever, that, like, yeah. this is happening. I think it's a fine line of just saying, hey, we're having the birthday party. I know what you and Nathan are going through. If you want to come, we would love to have you. Yeah. If it's too much right now, we love you, and we know that you, we know it's too hard. Yeah, like, we won't take much. offense to it's it. too much. But, like, yeah. yeah. And again, like, it's just communication, communication, having grace, like, um, cause I know I think some people are like, well, you don't want to hear about the baby. You don't want to be invited to the shower. Like, I'm sorry you feel left out, but tired like, of walking around on eggshells <laughs> with you. So I'm just not going to talk to you. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, well, can we talk about that? Like, yeah. can we just, you know, again, be good humans and talk about it and mm-hmm. love on each other? I don't know. It's just. Again, it's as you simple don't as that. It's as simple as communication. <laughs> but it's and, difficult. But people, yeah, we all really struggle yeah. to do it. But, you know, how meaningful is that relationship to you? Right. <laughs> yeah. So baby shower invites, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. But, yeah, I think I want to be invited to all of the things. And having that conversation of, you know, if I don't come or if I show up late to yeah. not deal with, like, the conversations that happen before the shower actually starts or yes. certain things that like make me super mm-hmm. uncomfortable right now. Mm-hmm. Like you'll understand that, right? Like if I decide I can't come, you'll know it's not right. about you or I'll why not. i the gift. Yeah. 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 Um, like trust me, if I don't come, I feel worse about it than you do. It's yeah. not about you, right. you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but and please invite me to the things like I want to be included. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, some days I can be very indifferent, but I think it just goes back to, I'll come if I feel good that day and if not. And I think that's another thing is people need to understand that I'm on a mountaintop one day and I'm in a dark, dark valley the next. Like, and that's with any, you know, just mental health in general. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, but like mm-hmm. going through this non-ending diagnosis, it's just kind of like, so it might not be, I might text you the day before and be like, I'm feeling good. I think I'll come or yeah. I don't yeah. think I'm going to make it. Like, I'm really having mm-hmm. a tough time. Yeah. And that doesn't, you know, I just, again, being honest with each other. and. But, yeah, just don't be mean to people when they say they're not going to make it. Just be kind. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. It's, it's not that hard. Toxic positivity mm-hmm. is the next one. And also just, like, making assumptions and voicing those assumptions out loud. But, yeah, toxic positivity. What do you think about 
this, Maria? Yeah, I struggle with it because um, as a Christian, I feel like all other Christians always say, well, God's got a plan. God's got a plan. God is going to make you a mother. To which I say, I am a Christian. I do believe, like, um, I believe that that might not be God's plan for my life. And as difficult as that is, at the end of the day, I'm not really here for my plans. I'm here for his plans. And again, you caught me on a good day, okay? <laughs> so, but this positivity, it's very difficult sometimes going into that with that Christian mentality because it's kind of like, well, do you not believe? Do you not have enough faith that God's going to give you a baby? Because that's kind of talking, kind of going back to judging. Sometimes that's how I feel when some people are kind of like, well, you know, God can do anything. Yeah, he can. He just might have a different plan. Right. Um, I wish my plan was different, but... Um, so yeah, I th- when we talk about positivity, I don't want to say toxic positivity comes from my my religion, but like sometimes that's difficult to be like, mm, you don't feel you don't sound very faith filled right now, <laughs> like, um, Man. you know. That's... And going back to grace, like God's like, yeah, girl, have a down day, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay, I still love you, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But the yeah, like or you're not giving very good vibes to your body, so like your body's probably not working because you have negative vibes. It's terrible. Oh, if I hear the word vibe one more time, <laughs> whoa. Um, which that kind of goes back to stay positive, just relax. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's definitely out there, and it's definitely very difficult. I'm a real person. I'm very realistic, and um. Who knows if that's a defense mechanism or just who, I think that's just who I am, but, um, yeah. And as a Christian, and I am as well, and I talked to, um, three really close girlfriends of mine who helped me right before my surgery. I was Uh really struggling for like a good week or more with, with, you know, hearing that friends, um, uh, are pregnant and just... You know, I was kind of being, I was angry, you know, to be honest, you know, and I was like, why her and not me? Mm -hmm. And then I was also struggling with, you know, God obviously does have the power to make me pregnant. Right. You know, God could right now Mm -hmm. if he wanted to, Mm -hmm. but he also has the power to not do that. I mean, he has another, he has a plan for my life. I just don't know what that is. And that even if that plan does not include me being a mother, he is still good. Yes. But like I was really struggling with, mm-hmm. I knew that and I know, but I was really struggling to be okay with that, yes. you know, and these three ladies really helped me get through that, that time. And, but that's the truth of the matter. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to accept some days yeah. and to really, uh, yeah, that's just hard. Yeah. I think it's hard when we, I think social media doesn't help a lot, but you constantly are saying, God has blessed me mm-hmm. with another mm-hmm. child. And I just mm-hmm. think really like, he's just going you, you, and you, but mm-hmm. not you, not you too. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. it can't be like that. I mean, I just recently no. had that where I was like, God, what is she doing so different than I'm doing? What am yeah. I, what more importantly, doing. what am I doing that's so wrong yes. that you're not allowing this to happen? And I just have to believe that he's like, baby girl, no. Like, you know, he's just like, that's not, you're not, that's not the point. Yeah, like, like am I not listening to you? It's just, not your, it's just not your time. It's just not your plan yet. Like, and again, only he knows that, but. Um, and you even see that situation so much less healthy for a child than what you have. Yes. Put in place. Often, a lot of times. And the reason that you have 
put mm-hmm. in place everything, you know, mm-hmm. waiting to get married and finding the right person and mm-hmm. having a home and having some stability and all this stuff that you worked really hard for, but you're not going to be blessed with a child right now. Like it doesn't yeah. jive. Yeah. hundred yeah. mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. And we're human and we do question things, but our right. faith is strong. Yes. So yes. don't yeah. question our faith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do be glad that you can sleep in. Oh, you are so lucky. <laughs> anything you want you can borrow my kids oh my goodness you can take my kids for the weekend (laughs) then you wouldn't want them so much come take my kids oh my goodness i really envy that you have so much free time you enjoy that now yeah you guys really need to take this time to you know you don't have any kids right now so you really need to take it and you and nathan be grateful that you can get away for the weekend if you Mm -hmm. want to be grateful yeah yeah we are grateful (laughs) Um, I'm I'm so grateful. (laughs) I wish I could do whatever I want, whenever I want, not have to get a sitter. (laughs) Planning my one-year-old's birthday is so stressful. I'm so stressed out. And getting this baby registry together is stressful. Can people, can y'all, can you help me? Can anybody help me with this baby registry? I'm overwhelmed. Um... These are great. You know, she seems to be fine with the fact that she's infertile and can't have kids. She's accepted it. She even jokes about her eggs are just all dried up. She's she's fine with it. You stop it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? This woman, I, she said this, and she probably did. And she probably cracked. She probably laughed and smiled because that's easier around you folks than getting real. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine with the fact that she can't ever have a child of her own. Totally fine with it. She's coping. She's <laughs> using humor. Yeah. And oh. then follow, that was shared like and then, you know, so are you are you doing good then? Are you okay? Are you are you are you, are you stressed out about things? She's fine. Are you fine? Like, <laughs> totally fine. Have your eggs dried up yet? This is toxic positivity. And a lot of other things, but um, <laughs> just, you know, listen, there's nothing happy. There's nothing happy or joyful about any of this. Nothing. No. And like we are doing our best not mm-hmm. to just like grumble mm-hmm. or like fall into a deep depression. Worse than the tears in front of you. Yeah. Like. Or rage for me <laughs> um, at any point in time. <laughs> like, so you probably, it's in your best interest to back off a little bit. <laughs> oh, yes. I'd love to be sleep deprived. <laughs> I would. I know. Bound to my home. I'm already a home body. Bound to my home. I would love it. Like. Don't have any more free time. Oh. Like, <laughs> all because we have a child? Yes, that would be okay. Moral of the story continues to be think before you speak. <laughs> right? <laughs> think before That's you pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so those were all of the talking points that we had. And now if there's any, like, mom, unless you wanted to share anything about that, I'm sorry. I know. I think you covered it very well. Okay. Um, any examples of like tough encounters or conversations that you've had with loved ones in your life that you want to share? I remember when I was working at um, 
this hospital on a psychiatric unit. Anyway, there was like this huge rumor going around the hospital, our department specifically, um, that I had gained a lot of weight. <laughs> and why did I gain all this weight? Well, they first thought, well, she's definitely gained some weight because either she's pregnant, that's probably it. That's probably number one. But because she's older, oh, it could be because she's doing some fertility treatments because, you know, all those drugs do make you gain weight. So, Chelsea's getting fat. She's either pregnant or because she's so damn old, she's doing some <laughs> IVF. <laughs> Literally. The oh, like, my God. Terrible. It was so horrible. <laughs> oh, boy. And, you know, you think Love you're it. past that point in society where, like, you don't say congratulations to a woman anymore. No. Unless she's, like, about to pop out that baby. Yeah. Because you just cannot <laughs> be. Yeah. You cannot be sure. But, you know, people still still put their, their foot in their mouth. No yeah. matter what. No yes, matter how they long do. It's been. Yeah. That's they terrible. Do. Yeah. It's awful. I had um, a recent conversation with someone I've been close friends with for a long time and it was, and some of the examples I've used here, um, she'll be like, yep, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, love you. We had a tough, we had a tough conversation, but like, I was just really proud that we both were able to like get together in person and have that conversation and really like hear each other out. And we both like, you know, apologized for misunderstanding and our parts and things and like both said like we want to do better and like that was awesome now was it like uncomfortable yeah was it scary yes was it confusing you betcha but like but we showed up for each other because we didn't decide to just like throw our I don't know 10 plus year relationship Mm -hmm. away Mm -hmm. yeah I was really proud of both of you yeah yeah um, and I've, I've had another, this was a while back, but had another tough conversation with a girlfriend and, and, um, I'm so glad that we did that. It was like rough for, I would say a couple months after we had that conversation, but eventually yeah. we came to a good place. But I think, you know, those who you're close with oftentimes do take offense. Like, okay, you're not going to be by my side through this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What? Yeah. And it's like, I want to be. Yeah. And yeah, I, but I, I might not be able to be right as much as I want to be. And you right. want me to be. Right. And it just, it isn't about you. It's never, it's never about you. It's between me, us yeah. and God. Totally. Yeah. Um, we just have to do what we need to do to keep our sanity yeah. and to maintain the relationships that mean so much to us. Right. So and I've told other women, too, who are going through it, I'm like, you can't listen to any, what anyone else. Like, you have to do what is going to let you sleep at night, you know? So whether it's that treatment or this treatment or this doctor or that doctor, like, um, taking time, whatever that is, you know, you just have to do what's best for you. And that's awkward because, like, if you're not – it's hard to be selfish, you know, and kind of be like, ooh, that's not good for me or this relationship's not good for me right now or this or that. Like, it is very difficult. Um, but in this circumstance, you just really have to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. again, because it's whatever keeps your sanity. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, a lot of the time I haven't wanted to share about this. For a long time I didn't. And, like, it's still yeah. hard for me to talk, like, one-on-one with certain yeah. people. But... I don't know. It's just, 
it's easier to keep it surface. It, it is easier to just like smile and be like, yep, we're chugging along, no baby yet. And then like move on to the next unimportant yeah. topic that we're, you know, but, <laughs> but like, I know that's not really like helping. Right. But, but like everybody's different because I struggle with that. I'm like, oh, you're asking me if I have children. Let me tell you my story. Yeah. We're not everyone's <laughs> like that. And True. that's okay. Yes. Because you know, that for me is like, I'm not going to tell you I'm fine. Cause nothing's fine. Like, you know, and that doesn't make you a less of a real person or this or that. Right. Like, we're just different and we're handling it differently. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't, yeah, you're so right. Like if you're not in a place where you want to share, or you don't want to come on a podcast or yeah. talk on social media about it. It's just between you and your significant other, like, cool. totally okay. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, yeah, for me, I think it's just been like, oh my gosh, I can see like things are not improving within certain circles. Like, I probably need to like say something, or else accept the fact that people are going to continue to hurt your feelings. You know, yeah. like, um, but like, I know there's been a couple instances where two individuals like really have expressed like I want to understand like I want to know more I want to mm-hmm. know what to say what not to say and I believe that and yeah. then like I have tried to open up to them mm-hmm. and like literally they've cut me off mid-conversation or like gotten up and like there was somebody more interesting that showed up I don't know <laughs> yeah but you're left to wonder like yeah. why didn't Shoot. you engage yeah. fully yeah like did you really not want to know or probably but not. you're left to wonder probably not yeah you know, I think mm-hmm. trying to be supportive and then that that conversation starts and they're like oh this is heavy yeah this is pretty heavy like too heavy for me bye see ya right um and as sucky as that feels to you mm-hmm. it's okay but like I remember I mean, that you're lost you know mm-hmm. like I'm probably not gonna go there again with yeah. you just know that and that's no. that boundary do that. yeah that's that boundary 100% yeah 100% healthy yeah 100% yeah yeah next time they get we're fine thanks bye yeah mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah yep mm-hmm and it's funny because it's often been the people who, <laughs> I don't know, well, like, I've always, I've often been misjudged as, like, someone who thinks they're, like, perfect. <laughs> well, I was going to, well, I was going to say, like, stuck up or, like, better yeah. than. Yeah. Because I'm, like, always. quieter. Even as an elementary student. Yeah. <laughs> always. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not, like, the most outspoken, typically, no, person. You've always been a little... Quiet. Not necessarily shy, but like no. just more quiet. Quiet. Want to do the right part. thing. Yeah, and Boys, so like pretty people are jealous. Okay, so <laughs> that, there's that. Um, Let me go on. <laughs> the list <laughs> like, continues. But like you know, and then I've been judged by these certain individuals. I felt like, mm-hmm. and so the fact that they like wanted to get to know me, and here I am, like okay, I'm gonna, I can do, I'm gonna do this, and then they shut me down. It's like yes. okay, like oh, that's hurtful. Mm-hmm. Here I am, like opening up, which is what you've seemed to be, want me to do. Yes. And then, anyway, so yeah. it just adds an extra like yeah. sting there. But anyway, like it makes you want to be more private. Even it makes more. you want to be even more you want to right. pull yeah. back even more. Right. Yeah, like here I am trying to connect with some folks who haven't made it easy for me to connect because right. they've been judgmental, which is so silly and unfortunate. But then you, you know, just shut me down so it makes it harder yeah to do that yeah bad so move watch me be even more stuck up yeah. perfect <laughs> <laughs> um any anything else any other like just last words or things that we need to that you didn't say that you wanted to say on certain talking points or um 
Oh, I have one thing I wanted to say. I didn't know, I don't know if you guys know this, but on Facebook, on, no, on Instagram, you can mute someone. Yeah. I didn't know that you could do that. Like, it's like an unfollow on Facebook. So, like, you can unfollow someone on Facebook. They don't even know that you unfollowed them, but their stuff doesn't show oh, up. Oh, yeah. You can do the same thing on Instagram. Girl, I've been unfollowing people on Instagram for years now because they're yeah. hiding it. I know. <laughs> Shoot. I could have been doing that. I know. Well, yeah. So, I didn't know that. Like, I've been – I had unfriended someone and told them that I did, which yeah. was tough for them to hear at first. And I, I was like – I know you could. I learned you commute someone, so I'm just saying, just because that's my first go to. Like, yeah, so happy. Congrats on the announcement. Now we're done here. Don't want to see anything else. (laughs) (laughs) And again, that has nothing to do with the person. It is the act of which is what's going on in your life. Like, it's not towards that person at all. But interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. now I know. Yeah. Any, okay, Mom, you got, I know you have a lot of stuff you wrote down there. No, but I think you guys have covered it all. Oh, okay. Like, infertility has not been my journey other than watching you go through yours. And it, mm-hmm. I've been, my eyes have been wide open. I had no idea the work it took or could take to have a child. And I had no idea how a woman's body works. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't need to know. So, yeah. yeah. Now, I know you guys are obviously really close. Mm-hmm you know, without this, but do you, how has this affected your relationship? Like, cause I think that's important too. I think mm-hmm. even, you know, my mom, my mother-in-law, like they've still always asked like, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? You know? And it's just, it's difficult. Like even your daughter going through it, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. how does that feel? Like what is, I mean, mom, have you ever been asked that question before? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm still, I just, I can't imagine her not having a child. Yeah. And about me having another grandkid, I have four. So, I mean, of course I want to have her grandchild. Um, But I do feel that way with her dog and her cat. (laughs) I love them like grandkids and take care of them and help take care of them. So I want it for her. I just think she'd be such a great mom. And getting to know Nathan and watching Nathan. Right. Oh my gosh, he will be like, and and he has been a dad, so this wouldn't be his first experience, has been, is a dad. (laughs) Um, So it definitely wouldn't be his first experience, but I never got to see him, you know, with Mm -hmm. his child, and, but I can see it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of get that little edge of anger too, like, really? These guys did everything right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And perfect to bring a child into a really safe, loving home. And then I see somebody saying, you know, their kid is blessed to have their fifth. And I'm just like, really? Right. And so, yeah, it's, it's hard, um, but I know that whatever happens, she'll handle it extremely well. And what? I just still am believing you're going to have it, however that is. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. And you understand that it might not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I do understand it might not. In some way, shape, or form, you're going to be mothering. I do know that. I see it, you doing it every day. I see Nathan doing it every day with two animals that he would have, you would have never guessed for him to do it. So I see it already happening every day, and I hope that a baby is blessed to actually. Yeah, that's definitely something my mom, shout out, hey mom, um, (laughs) she struggles with. 
Because I've said that. I said it might not. Right. It might not. And that's hard, you mm-hmm. know? And I think just some things she has said to me, she's like, that's my child who's going through that mm-hmm. super horrible thing. You know, mm-hmm. any, you know, obviously as a parent, well, I don't know, but you don't want to mm-hmm. see your kids go through these horrible things. And it's just like, you're helpless. Like you can't right. help the situation. Yeah. And that's just some things she has said to me, but it's, you know, that's, that's a tough, mm-hmm. you know, that it might not. And like, as far as you and me go, like I, for the most part, have told you like every single thing, like you've taken me to mm-hmm. appointments during like COVID time that Nathan yeah. wasn't available to. She's giving me like injections now cause Nathan can't do it and I can't do it. And oh my God, I'm not so sure I'm doing really, it really well, but <laughs> I think it's working. <laughs> I'm jabbing her. But somebody's doing it. That's what counts. <laughs> oh, and I never guessed that I would do it, but I will do it. Yep. I do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we're in this with you. Yeah. 100%. And we, I mean, it's good that we're able to be so very honest with yeah. each other yeah. about everything. Yeah. And and I'm sure I've said the wrong thing more than a couple of times, but she's pretty good I'm at letting pretty me know. Good at, yeah, yeah, letting you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't cause any, like, friction right. or, you know. Just like, hey, mom, that wasn't right. Let's try yeah. that. You know, just. Yeah. Well, like, I'm on a huh. learning curve here, too. Yeah, like, sure. I think about the things I've said to people and now I'm just mortified by it. No, but that's not no. No. It's that's just we just weren't thinking at the time. Like no. we just but I know a whole lot more now. Because it's so difficult until you have someone or have gone through it. it and is. that's everything in life. Yeah. That's truth. everything. Like, yeah. For sure. You know, um whether that's a trauma or a grief or this or that or something good. Like you don't know what that is until you go through it. And so mm-hmm. I think if I want any I think if I want people to take Oh gosh, I can't speak. What I want people to take away from this is just give grace, like have grace, like Mm -hmm. just think and love and just, you know, make people feel loved. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, we're all going to mess up. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I think the last thing that I was going to maybe say is that this is something that I think a lot of people just take for granted. I certainly... I did like I didn't think I'd have any problem getting pregnant, um, but I think the majority the majority of people don't struggle with this. Although now it's one in now it's one in six. One it in was six. One in eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm not going to share that. Ooh, it must be good. No, I'm just reading it over, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about like certain people who have you know, repeatedly said some hurtful things and like they have a huge family, you know, they have many children. Like, can you imagine not having those kids? Like, again, yeah. just not putting yourself in that person's shoes. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm sure that thought would be like too painful mm-hmm. to even go there for more mm-hmm. than a few seconds, you know, but I don't think I'll share that. But we live in but that I, pain every day. We do live in that pain every day. That's true. So it is difficult. Like, yeah, that's a horrible thought to like think a, of. Yeah. Like, not so much like if you lost your children, but like no, if you just they didn't have your children. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, like if that was your one goal for your life was to be a mom. Because I think a lot of us, majority of us as a little girl say, I want to be a mom. Yeah. I want to be a mom. I saw my mom stay at home with us. Yada, yada. I want to be a mom. Yeah. Like. And that now, was your goal in life, mom. It absolutely was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My right. bucket list. Yeah, and it. it is ingrained in us that you... Go to college, get married, buy a house, have babies. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, okay, well, I'm approaching 32 and I have three of those things checked. You know, like, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. just like, 
what? You know, you just feel like this. I don't know. It is imaginable, but we do live in that moment every day of just like. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And feeling a little lost. Like what? Is what, your life then? Yeah. Then what do you do? What do you, how do you feel? What the purpose? heck is the how point? You, yeah. 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 I mean, so yeah, if you're someone who has a child or multiple children, like imagine that it was really difficult to bring mm-hmm. them into this world or that you were not able mm-hmm. to have a child of your own. Like what would your life look like? How would you cope? Do you think, mm-hmm. you know, what <laughs> yeah. would, ha- would you stay in your relationship? Would that be difficult? Like, um, yeah, just how would you go on? What would life look like? It's hard to even go there for more than right. a few seconds. It really is. And like in my therapy sessions, she like for the first year, she tried to get me to talk about, you know, what if mm-hmm. that you do not have a child? And I refused to go there with her for about a year. And cause I just thought that was really negative. And mm-hmm. you don't <laughs> put that out there. I don't, I don't tell her, I don't want to put that out there. How's that helpful? But facing that, that's, you know, a huge fear, but facing that little bit by little bit has been really helpful for me because now I know that like, no matter what happens, I will be okay. I know that Nathan and I will be okay. Mm -hmm. Like we will, we'll figure it out. I'll find new purpose. Um, yeah, we'll be good. But like, so I guess I would just encourage, like, if you're going through it yourself to, like, it's okay to sit in the grief. It's okay mm-hmm. to um, think about those what I think it's important to, even if just for, like, a little bit here and there. Um, because I think to, like, avoid that fear forever until you might have to actually face it, it could be a lot harder yeah. for you at that point in time. And I just don't want that for anybody. I mean, yeah. nobody does. But you can help yourself out a lot, I think, by first of all, talking to someone outside of your circle and your spouse yeah. and finding some one within your church, a group somewhere, yeah. or a therapist, just to talk about those things. I really feel like we like nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> we just Please. crushed this. Talked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Well, I, I really do hope people listen to it yeah. and really think about how they talk to people and how they mm-hmm. just, there are just so many things that just pop out of your mouth that just, you don't mm-hmm. even think about, but we really do need to think about it. And at some point in time, if that point ever comes mm-hmm. that you have to, you know, decide, say that, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to have, it's never, ever going to be an easy subject for you ever. No. And so people will always need to have grace and think before they speak. Mm -hmm. And I've learned a lot. Yeah, have you? Yeah. And too, like those tough conversations that may need to be had with loved ones, it's okay to have them. I think you need to have them. And sometimes boundaries have to be set. You know, some people will listen and disappoint you. Some people will listen Mm -hmm. and support you. And some people just won't listen at all. And it's like not easy, but it's good because you see who people are, you see where they're at, and then you need to act accordingly. And every hard conversation that I've had to have was a hundred percent worth it. No matter what the results were, being real, um, being honest and coming from a place of kindness and like love, like Mariah said, like, 
it's always worth it, no matter the results. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be brave and know your worth. Yeah, that's huge. Knowing your worth. I think that's that's so big. And mm-hmm. um, also to anyone going through it, I just, you're not alone. Like, mm-hmm. like Chelsea said, like, reach out. Reach out to one of us. Like, sure. Yeah. Like I said, I'm so open about it. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I think even this little this little podcast episode is is part of why I'm going through it. And yeah. you know, just absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. Navigating all this there's purpose is, in it. There's purpose in it. Purpose in this journey. I don't like it, but there's purpose <laughs> in it. Good night. Good night. But yeah, it's all hard. Navigating it is all hard, but the more open conversations we have, the better. So thank you for chatting with us, Mariah. Thank you guys for having me. It was so much fun. We gave out so much good information. I believe that yeah. it was, I loved it. Had yeah. so much fun. Thank you for having good me. Good purpose. So good. So good. Love you. Love you guys. We love Mariah. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And another huge thank you to Mariah for her bravery and sharing some of her infertility story and so much of her truth. We are grateful and excited because she's agreed to come back. I think it would be so beneficial to hear her infertility story from start to finish in detail. So that's to come. And we're also going to be working on our husbands in hopes that they'll join us for an episode just to hear their perspective on things. We would really love to hear your feedback on this episode. So look us up on Instagram. We're at Naked Truth Tellers. Leave a comment. Leave a question. Mariah and I are more than open and happy to answer questions and provide support. You can listen to any of our episodes on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, stay true to you.